Hi, I'm Richard Kind, and you're listening to the CVH Podcast. We're certainly not going to spank them. Yes. Okay. Uh huh. All right. That's enough of that. It's always so loud in my ears. Oh, hey. Saturday, January 6th. Uh, Happy New Year. 2024, huh? Smell us. Boy. We're still doing the podcast. Um, I'm in Vienna. Greetings from Vienna. What's going on in Vienna? I'm doing um, Don Giovanni. Um, this is my second run with the, with the Don. I mean, not... Uh, I've been singing in performances of Don Giovanni my whole career, but this is as Don Giovanni. Uh, I, I, I'm not so sure it isn't my last. It may very well be my back, my last. Um, I don't love it. There's no great big payout. You know, you get title character, which is somehow, you know, like this is a thing that's supposed to be cool, but, um, I don't know. I don't see the, I don't know. (laughs) The production is strange. Uh, I'll say that, um, it's kind of set on the moon, but not 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 literally the moon, but we're, it looks like the surface of the moon. I wasn't in the original, so I don't I, I don't have all the answers to this. And when you're when you're being plugged into something that already exists, you just, there's not a lot of time for questions. You just sort of have to figure out where to go, where you're coming in, where you're coming out. A lot of a lot of things have are decided long before you get here, and you just sort of have to go with the flow. You can. You can fight some battles in these moments, but really you just sort of have to just <laughs> let what's going to happen happen. Um, costumes look cool. That part looks good. The rest of it is super questionable. Oh, it's one of those things you just... Um, I, I have a feeling here in Vienna that they just love it, and and I think it's probably already sold out and all those things. And it, it's a what a tremendous honor it is to make my... Vienna Staatsoperate uh, debut as uh, singing Don Giovanni. I mean, I'm I'm in the town. I'm in Vienna. This is, it's um, you know, it's not Salzburg when it comes to Mozart, but it's it's Salzburg too. You know, like Vienna. Vienna is, is where um, um, most of the good stuff happened. Um, you know, his his uh, his statues are everywhere. His bones were somewhere around here. I don't think they actually know. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, tremendous honor, and and uh, I'm with just uh, an incredible cast. What a, what a wonderful group of people that just accepted me immediately, and and, uh, and have been really helpful. You know, most of these people have already done this; they've been around this production forever, and and um, it's not so typical to get two weeks of rehearsal here. And from what I understand, the original director, whose name is Barry Kosky, somebody whose productions I've done before, but I've never actually met. Um, he insists that if you're going to put something up with new people, that they that they do two weeks of rehearsal, which is a real. Um, it's great because normally these things get get put up very very quickly. Um, and you, and and honestly, I need I needed the rehearsal. I I I um I've been going and going and going and going and going with with endless amounts of work, and so um I needed a second to sing this thing in. You know, we've been Hoffmaning for two months, and before that. Something else, and then before that, we were doing the Bocanegra, and before that, I was doing Bluebeard. So it's just sort of endless um, repertoire here, uh, and so we're we're um, 
I'm in a position where it's much better to get a couple of weeks of rehearsal. I'm, I'm happy to have it. And the assistant putting it up is a is a, a genius. I've never seen energy like this. I wish I had half of her energy. And I think that's my other problem with the dawn, especially on this uneven surface, which is very Mars-like. <laughs> um, it's a rake, and, and it's, a, it's a steep rake, and, and um, it's uneven. The surface is uneven, and so... Um, you just sort of constantly in this feeling of falling forward on a rake stage. And so I'm exhausted. <laughs> and I don't skip leg day, and I'm still, <laughs> I'm still exhausted. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of running around. I mean, it, you know, our phone keeps up with our steps, and when I look at my steps at the end of the day, I go, damn, okay, we're working. We're working in rehearsal. Um. I have not seen even a stitch of Vienna. I haven't, I, you know, the, the two days that I've had off have been um, uh, the worst weather. Uh, it's cold and rainy and cold and rainy. That's, uh, that's the deal. Uh, as soon as Don Giovanni opens, I'm going to start commuting to Munich. This is also going to be really fun. I need to talk to the people making my schedule because uh, I have a 10 a.m. rehearsal in Munich the day after I open Don Giovanni in Vienna, and this is just... <laughs> Many times in my career, I've I've um, shown up to a rehearsal, and then uh, when you get there, you find out that somebody's not feeling well, and they and they don't uh, arrive uh, that day. This is very typical behavior of a tenor or soprano. Not all of them, certainly not all of them, but it happens, and and it happens. <laughs> it's happened plenty of times, and uh, you know, I didn't like it. I'm not. I don't like that. I, I you know, I'm one of these people that's like, look, we've all agreed to be here. We're here. We should be working, and and. Um, I'm starting to understand it a little more. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to make a couple of trips, actually. Um, two trips. Two trips back and forth. Uh, and, but, I mean, it's great that I can sort of double up uh, my performances in the in the same uh, amount of time, which is good, because neither of these are long runs. They're both just three performances in each place. But, uh, Vienna's stunning. I've never been here. All these years, 20-some-odd years of singing, I've never been to Vienna. And, and um, I mean, wow, okay. This is a beautiful place. It's, um, you know, it's not Prague beautiful, but it's close. It's real close. I'm sure somebody won't like that I said that. But too bad. Too bad for you. Just realized that we're um, actually three years and three months into the podcast. Um, I, um, I, I, left it, I left it be for a little bit because I put up so much content um, between uh, Rachel Willis and then uh, Richard Kind. I had, there was just like a lot of, and, and Jamie, I mean, uh, Jamie's, uh, that was four hours. Uh, there was uh, just so much to be downloaded that um, I thought I would, I thought I'd let you all catch up and you did. Uh, it seemed like those were really well um, consumed. It wasn't it fun to have Richard Kind up here. I, you know, he's like uh, going to be permanently on my, um, on my intro, I think, <laughs> until I get bored of it. Um, but yeah, it was fun to branch out and talk to, uh, talk to an, another animal at the zoo. <laughs> And you realize we're all the same, you know, we're, we're in the same look at me business. That's what we do. <laughs> I was out with a bunch of singers last night and we we're celebrating somebody's birthday and not, not even somebody I knew, but um, uh, they were nice enough to invite me to a, to a birthday party of one of the ensemble members here. And um, I make it a point to say yes. That's my, that's what I do. Um, I have to say yes to, to when, I'm, when I'm asked to do social things. Um, on the road especially, most of the time I, I'll just say yes because uh, it breaks it up. Uh, on a day off especially, um, I, I, I find that it's, it's just, 
if I just say, you know, my instinct is always to never go, <laughs> never do anything. Uh, but if I just say yes, uh, I undoubtedly, you know, connect with somebody, have a good time, have a laugh, have something interesting, learn something new. Uh, and, it, and it keeps me sane in this never-ending um, merry-go-round of, of career. And and, uh, and so last night I, I went and, and uh, hung out with a bunch of singers and, and got to meet some new people and and uh, wish somebody a new birthday. And You know, um, it, it's so funny, this this realization that you're with your group. You know, this is your group. This is this is the this is the club, and and we we have such a kinship. We all share the same, you know, anxieties and and problems and joys and and relationship things, and and um, you know we're all we're all just kind of in that same same beast. And so when you're around your group, um, and 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 these people truly understand what you do. Uh, it's so comforting. It really is for me. I, I know you just, you know, what we do is so odd and most people don't understand it. And I get this all the time. I really do get this all the time. How do you, how do you live like this? Or, you know, don't you wish you were doing the, you know, don't you wish you were normal? I've heard that many times. Um, I have, I have friends who are just like, how do you, you know, what is, what is like, like it's all just sort of a hobby or something, um, that they can't believe I do it. Uh, it's, it's hard not to identify as a, as a singer. That's what I am for sure. Uh, I said this the other day to my dad. It was, um, you know, uh, I have not earned money any other way since college. Uh, this is the only way that I've earned any money is singing since 1999 or 2000, you know, or 24 years into this. I, I have not earned a dime uh, in any other respect. I mean, I have investments and that pays, but but I haven't, I haven't um, lifted a finger uh, for money in, in any other realm. Um, what a bizarre thing. What a, what a blessed and bizarre thing. Uh, and to, and to sit with a bunch of singers who are all, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm a bit, I'm like five to seven years older than most of them. <laughs> so I feel like soon they're not going to invite me out, but, um, it's, it's really interesting to see that the, that the, the group coming up or, I mean, they're up, they're already here, you know, they're 35. Uh, it's the same thing. It hasn't changed. It certainly hasn't changed. Everybody's just trying to, we're just trying to stay in the game. We're just trying to stay in the circus. Nobody wants to go home. I'm, I'm reminded of um, the movie Almost Famous. Everybody's on the road and everybody's just trying to not go home. And, and, um, and, and I don't mean home like, like we're trying to avoid the, 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 the reality of home, but just we're, we're just, we're, we're trying to not, um, uh, get kicked out of this this uh, wild life that we live it's uh it's crazy Do, and and who knows where it ends uh or if it ends um you know uh <laughs> this show's got plenty of danger <laughs> there's big unstable rocks on this stage <laughs> this slippery surface there's a water there's a, there's a pool there's a there's a pool of water i have to get into and the poor leporello has to you know like completely dive down in this water you know like <laughs> Going to spend the, you know, from the from the final duet of the show through the through the second act finale, it's um, <laughs> poor Leporello's completely wet, and uh, Don Giovanni's got wet feet. <laughs> All in a day's work. Uh, that's what's uh, that's what's happening. Uh, I love you for listening. Um, yeah, it's nice to be back. It's nice to be sitting here again. Like I said, I left it alone just because there was so much, there were just hours and hours of content and I didn't feel like I wanted to 
inundate and and I had my uh, family come and visit me in, in Paris and it was just time to to uh, be present with uh, with what was happening uh yeah I'm gonna be on the road for the rest for about another month it looks like I'll get home in a month uh, and then there's there's gonna be a good break but we've just added some new things um, um, I'm now going to sing the title role in Don Quixote at the Paris Opera. Uh, that'll be in May. So we'll start start rehearsals in April, and that'll be in May. And this is, I mean, this is a, I mean, you know, there's no mixing words. It's a huge deal. It's a huge deal. Um, and I'm thrilled to be doing it. Uh, I've seen a little bit of the production. I mean, I've seen a little bit of the, the design for the production. It's brand new, but I have seen some photos and things of some mock-ups and some, and some um, um, what do you call it, models. And uh, we're going to tell this story, and it's not it's going to be a modern telling for sure. It's going to be a modern telling. So it's not going to be your old traditional, you know, man of La Mancha on the back of a horse fighting a windmill. Uh, this one's going to be a little bit more cerebral, which is just clearly the time we live in. Uh, <laughs> the time of, of um, classic productions is, by, <laughs> is behind me. I hope it's ahead of me again, but for now we're, especially over here in Europe, where, where things can be funded uh, by the government, there, there's a lot of cerebral uh, productions happening. Uh, I'm not sure, I, I don't want to speculate too far on this one, but from the photographs that I've seen, it's going to be just fairly modern. I don't think it's going to be fantastical at all. Uh, which is super interesting to me. Um, Don Quixote is such an incredible character and just a, a, a study of the man, uh, you know, kind of at the end of his life and, 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 the, and, the, and the grasping of, of youth and the grasping of love and the grasping of, of what he once was or maintaining what he was and, and who can't relate to that as they get older. Uh, not exactly Don Quixote age, but it's certainly understandable, this, this, this idea to maintain your honor as you get older. Um, uh, I think it's something that I'm glad I waited to do, uh, just to have lived a little bit before you uh, dip your toes into something like this. Rene Papa told me a long, long time ago, 20 years ago, he said that his first King Philip was when he was 22 or something like that, 24, like a baby. And he goes, I just had no idea. I had no life experience. I just did what I was told. They said, well, over here, now go over here. Now, you know, your relationship is this and your relationship, he says, I, I had nothing to bring to it. Uh, and, I, and I could relate to that for a long time, but I, I do think now, um, at 45 that I've, I've lived enough, um, you know, good and bad, good things and bad things that have come through that, that, um, I think I can, I think I can do this a lot of justice. I'm very excited. And yet again, singing French in France. <laughs> I love it. The audience seems to love me and, and, uh, the, the people I work with love me and the opera house is one of the greatest ones I've ever worked in truly. And it's run by a genius and, and uh, I love it. I love everything about the Paris Opera. But there's always just like one or two reviews where they're like, well, it's very clear he's not French. <laughs> As if I was going to fool you into thinking I was, you know, from Marseille or from Lyon or something. I'm doing my best. I swear. I love you for listening, everybody. Happy uh, Happy New Year. We're six days in, but you can still say Happy New Year. We haven't talked since then, so I'm saying it. 2024, huh? Look at us. Three years and three months into the CBH podcast, and you're still listening. Uh, okay. We'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye.